Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin, and this is a two times Thursday. Welcome. Greetings. Salutations. Wait, Matt Buffalo. What song is that? Oh, yes. Uh, Deathbed Companion by Chelsea Grid. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, today, we're going to do a checkup from the neck up together. I'm going to very openly and honestly, just off the top of my head, I didn't think about this ahead of time, so I don't have preconceived answers. Uh, I'm going to talk about three things that I think I'm doing really well recently. Dude, this cop in front of me, I don't know if he's trying to get me to tailgate him. Oh, I'm an officer of the law. I'm going to go bother poor people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what cops do at the end of the day. Cops just bother poor people. They just, they're like another uh, arm of taxation from the IRS. They just tax poor people even more. You know, this poor guy, I saw this TikTok and he's like, clearly has no money and the officer writes him a, because his registration's up or something like that or his inspection officer writes him another ticket, the guy starts crying, grown man, so he has no idea how he's going to pay for it. Yeah, that's, that's, those are our fine boys in blue, thin blue line, bunch of crooks. Anyways, I'm, I'm very, I'm not very fond of many police officers. There's good ones and bad ones, like any profession. But uh, when they decide to start to round the guns up, I'm going to be real interested to see how the thin blue line people react. <laughs> there's like there's like memes of like a sweaty guy looking at one flag and it's the thin blue line, and then the next flag's like a don't tread on me. And he's like looking back and forth between the two, and he does he's getting all sweaty. That's what's going to happen to a lot of people because you know who's going to come get the guns are the cops. Looking to enforce these COVID rules. And it's probably going to be, you know, thankfully for us, going to be female cops. So the, the threat there is very, very low, if not completely non-existent. I've never met a woman that I'm like, oh, boy, that is, wouldn't mess with her. I just, you know, and, and it was, I just say that because the only people that I ever got flack from about masks with the whole COVID thing was uh, women. I never got scolded by a male. It was always the women. Because women like to be hall monitors. You know, it's like their little area of control. You can't walk down the street after dark, but you can't tell somebody on a flight to, to wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about, let's have a candid conversation of three things. You're going to do this with me if you're listening. If not, you don't want to do this exercise today. Get off my podcast. We're going to do three. We're going to do three things that we think we're doing really well. And three things that we think we need to work on. And we're going to do this together. And I'm going to do it myself. And again, these were just off the top. I didn't, I didn't sit and dwell on this ahead of time. So I could probably come up with better answers. But I think I'm better off the top of my head anyways. Number one, what I think I'm doing well. Uh, my physical fitness. Um, I am for sure, I'm hitting the gym every day. I don't miss. And uh, I'm getting very, very strong. Uh, the intensity of my workouts have gone up to the point where people uh, keep a 20-foot uh, distance from me at all times. <laughs> I just pour in sweat. I'm grunting. And, you know, when you just see some guy dead, I'm not to my own horn. I'm just, I'm, I've been working really, really hard. When you see some dude deadlifting 405 for sets of 10 like a maniac after he just bench pressed 225 30 times, you just you kind of stay away from that person because there, there's something going on, and there is. When I am lifting, 
there is a part of my mind that, oh no, I don't want to hit the squirrel. You idiot. Almost lost your life. Stupid squirrel. Um, there's a part of my mind that I access and unlock to where, and it's why I love the gym. It, everything else goes quiet. I do not think about problems. I don't think about the outside world. Nothing else exists to me, but it's also not a happy place. Like, I wouldn't describe it as bliss. I would describe it as uh, intensely focused rage. <laughs> like, I imagine, and when I've been in life and death, life or death situations, um, that's the place I go to. And I'm able to access that to some degree uh, in the gym. It's almost like that limitless pill. I become more, uh, I become very hyper aware. It's the zone. A lot of athletes talk about it. The zone. That's what it is. Uh, but I would say I'm doing a very, very good job with my physical fitness. I'm very, very strong. Uh, I've been working on my cardio. i got to start getting back into gym. That's the one area, at least in my fitness, that I can work on. i got to start getting back to uh, BJJ. i got to start rolling again. I, I know I have to. I have to. I keep saying I'm going to do it, and I just keep, I don't know what it is, being a big wimp. I don't know why I just can't bring myself to get it because I know it's super hard and I'm, I know I'm really inflexible and uh, I know that's going to be hard for me at first. I've been going like once a week. I got to get up back to like three times a week. But anyways, my physical fitness, I'd say number one, that's that's one thing that's going really well for me. Uh, number two, I would say the way, the direction that my businesses are heading, uh, very, very good. Uh, we had a great meeting with the clothing company yesterday. Uh, you know, you, I dipped out of the staffing company a long time ago, uh, but that's going real, really well with Stephanie and that crew over there. Um, and they've got some exciting opportunities that they're closing down on right now that I'm just so, just to have played a little role in that was incredible. Um, got another really, really cool business opportunity uh, with First Line Defense. Uh, we just got the LLC and the S-Corp filed for that. We got our EIN number. We're going to go open up a bank account. We've got a uh, a dinner next week with a firearms manufacturer. I won't mention which one, but dude, I'm so excited for that, man. That, that's going to be big time money, bro. Big time. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's, I'd say business wise, things are going really well. So I'm doing really well with my fitness. Um, things are going really well in the business. I would say my relationships, um, like as a father, and as a husband, always could get better, but I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. You know, I feel like I'm I'm trying to be more present around my wife uh, and my daughter. And I, you know, I spend all day, every day with the two of them. You know what I mean? I, it's not too much else I could you could ask for of a dad to provide financially, protect uh, physically, and also be there physically all day long. Um, I would say that those three things I would say are the three areas where I uh, am excelling. Now, let's talk about where, what do you, some lady just stopped in the middle of the road and just started screaming out of her car, I don't know, at me, at who, or just, just women, man, unhinged bitches everywhere, pardon my French, just everywhere, um, I shouldn't have said that, I apologize, <laughs> like, well, we're leaving it in, so deal with it. Um, it's true. They're everywhere. I don't apologize. They're everywhere. Women are out of control. 
it's ridiculous. Uh, anyways, okay, so three things that I need to work on. Uh, my mouth. There we go. Case in point. Um, I need to do a better job of controlling my tongue. I am openly express my anger and frustration a little bit more than I should. I dropped an F-bomb in front of my infant daughter the other day and was so remorseful. I wanted to pluck my own eyes out of my head. Um, I got to get better with my mouth. I'm not, I'm not super proud of uh, the current state of my mouth. I'm having a very difficult time controlling my mouth. And it's, it's always when I'm angry. It's always when I'm angry. It's always when I'm frustrated. So that's one thing I think I need to work on majorly. Number two, uh, my relationship with God right now is not in the best spot that it's been in the past six months. I've not been spending enough time in prayer. I just haven't been feeling myself. And that's probably why. I, I really haven't. I haven't been feeling myself for like two, three weeks now. I don't know if it's because we're not getting sun here in Maine. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. What's going on? I don't know if I'm just in a little bit of a depressive episode right now. I think that's what it is. I think I'm just uh, a, a little bit, I don't want to say depressed, but I think chemically I can tell something's a little bit off. I'm not quite myself the past three weeks. Uh, and some days I'm just, you know, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really, really difficult. I was technically diagnosed, I hate diagnoses, uh, bipolar many, many years ago. Um, and I definitely, I, I, I do have waves of very intense creative energy and focus and unlimited energy and I feel borderline euphoria where I just for days on end I feel so good and I get so much done. And then I have episodes like this where I'm just like, meh, meh. It's like dragging through molasses to get things done. And uh, I'm aware of that now. And when I get in these funks, I have a tendency to kind of turn my back a little bit on God. And, you know, I start maybe like drinking a little bit too much uh, to kind of numb that, those bad feelings. Or I just don't engage with God at all. It's almost like, it's almost like the sun's too bright. So you like close your eyes and go back inside, you know. Uh, that's how I feel when I'm in these depressive episodes with God, you know, and I don't, I hate to use that word depressed, depressive, because I think so many people use it as an excuse. Yes, I will say it. You don't understand. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I know what it feels like to wake up and the whole world is gray and black and sad and heavy. Like somebody is sitting on your chest. I know what it feels like to have like the inside of your skull full of just this unnamed pressure and frustration for no reason. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to literally have conversations with yourself. Like, is any of this worth it? Why am I even doing? I've been there and I still from time to time am in that place. But you got to get up and get the job done, especially as a man. You know how many able-bodied men are just sitting at home? My depression, my anxiety. It's not going to get any better until you get better. But anyways, all of this is I could get. So number one was my mouth. I got to get better with my mouth. Number two, um, I definitely have to get. I got to get back on track with my relationship with the Lord. It's not like I don't have one. It's just 
I'm not spending enough time with him. I should be leaning into him more and not on myself. That's that's really what it boils down to is when I get kind of in these funks, I kind of want to pull myself out and uh, where I should really just be relying on him. I'm drinking some of my protein shake. Um, what's the third thing? The little things. Um, uh, little things. I talked about this before. Like with my tax documents not working on Dropbox. I got to get better about getting the little things done and getting them done right away. Um, like annoying things. You know, all the big important tasks I get done, but the, the little things, that's the that's the mortar that keep the brick together, and I'm not putting the mortar on the bricks, so I've got to get better at the details. I have to get better at doing the little things. Little things, little things, little things, little things, being a little bit more organized, nipping things in the bud a little bit quicker. You know what I'm saying? Like, i got, I got to get better at the little things. So that's my list. Three good three bad and I would encourage you to sit your butt down today at some point and think about what are three things that I'm doing really well give yourself a couple pats on the back and what are three things that I think I need to improve on okay it's important to do these reflections and these exercises so that we can become aware and improve many people have zero self-awareness and they go through life getting buffeted by circumstances and they have no idea why because they never think about what am I doing well? What can I work on? They're just going through life on autopilot, eating freaking Twinkies and watching soap operas. You know what I mean? So just to even have this conversation with yourself uh, puts you miles ahead. If you're, I want to encourage you guys today to not be too hard on yourselves. Like, if you're listening to me, you're already 90, you're ahead of 90% of people. 90% of people are not listening to self development podcasts. You're, that's one step in the right direction. And I bet you most of you listening to me are also probably at least occasionally going to the gym. I'm sure you're occasionally reading books and I'm sure you're occasionally spending time with the Lord. Now, could you do more of all of those things? Yes, but guys, listen, at least you're doing something. Like if you'd spend some time today in honest reflection about three good and three things that you need to work on, you're you're ahead probably more than 90%, the 95 to 99% of the population. How many people out there in the world today do you think are going to sit down and be like, mm, what are three things that I'm doing really well that I should be proud of and what are three things I need to work on? How many people? <laughs> Less than a drop in the ocean. So you're already ahead. You're already ahead. Don't be too hard on yourselves. You're going to be just fine. Listen, it, 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 it's not a life-ending cancer diagnosis, I hope, for most of you. I'm talking to somebody right now. I don't know who you are. Um, but I'm like getting emotional. I'm talking to somebody right now. I don't know who you are. But I just want you to know. I promise you it's going to be okay. What you are dealing with right now seems very, very dark. And it seems like it's never going to end. And it seems like I know you feel, I mean, we both know nobody's good, but you're a good person. And you're wondering, why is this happening to you? And I just want to encourage you that anytime life presses you to the point of breaking, it's because you're leveling up. You're 
you're about to have a breakthrough. You're about to have a huge growth moment. You're about to have so many special things start that you just need to continue to persevere and doing the right thing. I'm here to tell you right now to not give up. I'm here to tell you right now to keep doing what you're doing. God sees you. Now, this isn't a prosperity gospel message. What this is, though, is an encouragement that God sees you. He sees you. And I, you know, this has unfortunately been recycled by so many heretic preachers, but it's true. Your test becomes your testimony that what you go through, what you're going through right now is setting you up, number one, to smash bigger goals than you could ever possibly imagine. And number two, for you to encourage other people that are in a really dark place. I know you feel pressed in on all sides spiritually. I know you feel pressed in on all sides mentally. I know that this situation that you're dealing with, I feel like it's like uh, like severe financial distress is what I'm picking up on. And you have kids and you don't know how you're going to do it. And I feel like you you're, you took a risk recently, and it doesn't seem like it's going to work out. It's going to work out. I don't. Again, I don't know. I'm. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just following the spirit. I'm just following my heart. I'm not trying to be one of those. Oh, I can feel the Lord. He's speaking to me. You're going to have a breakthrough. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not me, man. I just. Uh, I feel you. I don't know who, again, I don't know who you are, but I want to let you know that you're going to be fine. <laughs> this ain't going to kill you. It's going to make you 10 times stronger. You're going to be 10 times sharper. You're going to be, you're going to have a, a heart that ten, that's 10 times bigger. God's got you. God's got the kids. You're going to be fine. Everything's okay. And just keep doing what you're doing. I'm here to tell you to just keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Guys, when it feels like everything is falling apart, wake up and execute. When it feels like everything is falling apart, wake up and execute. That's all we can do. That's all we can do is we can wake up and we can execute another day, another inch, another inch, another inch, another inch, and these inches compound and they compound and they compound. What's up with all this traffic on this road? What do we, guys, I got things to do. What do you, shouldn't you all be at work? Anyways, <laughs> they're probably wondering the same thing. I am at work. I'm always working, baby. All right, listen, I love you guys, and, uh, Three things. Three good, three bad. Don't be too hard on yourself. That the three bad is not to self-deprecate and give yourself a swirly. Okay. Oh, there's a horse and a goat eating together out in the field, like side by side. That is the most adorable thing. The horse and the goat sounds like a uh, like a band of horses uh, song or something like that. Or uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, that album, The Alchemy Index. Uh, who is that? You guys know who I'm talking about. Anyways, all right, I'm going to let you go. Hey, I love you guys. Let's have a great day. Have a great Thursday. I'll talk to you soon. Let's go.